Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. All right, the man on the ballot opposing Gavin Newsom for governor will be our guest right after the news at 5 o'clock. It's State Senator Brian Dolly from Northern California, a Republican. He finished second in the June primary, so he is the only challenger on the ballot to Newsom. We'll talk to him after 5 o'clock. Well, it was a week ago. The big story here locally was the raid on the home of L.A. County Supervisor Sheila Kuehl along with one of her good friends, Patty Giggins, who runs a nonprofit called Peace Over Violence. It all had to do with uh, Metro, the buses and trains, Metro for L.A. County, and a contract they had with Giggins' nonprofit to run a sex harassment hotline. Fox 11 had this story last year that uh, it got almost no calls. The math was $8,000 a phone call. It looked very suspicious, over $800,000 in contract money went out to Giggins and her nonprofit. So there are a lot of questions, and it eventually led to an investigation by the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, which went out there with the judge's okay to conduct the search. And the story came from a whistleblower, somebody who worked at Metro. She discovered the scam. Right, a woman by the name of Jennifer Lowe. uh, So let's get Alex Vinueva on. He's uh, Because the new development is the uh, Attorney General, the state of California, Rob Bonta, is taking away the investigation from the Sheriff's Department. Sheriff, how are you? Oh, not too bad. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good. We're good. good. So uh, how do you look at it? Is it good news or bad news that Rob Bonta, the California Attorney General, is taking over your investigation? Well, it's good news if he does his job ethically, hands down. Bad news if his job is to protect the, protect the one-party state and he's going to quash everything and not investigate it properly. So it could be it could work either way. And how will you know 
well, what we do know is that when Supervisor Kuehl threw the Inspector General and County Council under the bus and pretty much accused them of committing a felony, that one's got legs, and I'm sorry, there's pretty so- solid evidence there. Yeah, so what you're talking about is that she got tipped off, right? Yes, so getting tipped off, that's a crime in and of itself. The original case could be absolutely nothing, and it doesn't matter because that is stands on its own, tipping off on a search warrant. That's a felony. It's a violation of state law, a violation of, of federal law as well, apparently. So this is a big concern because now you can see that the circle of corruption in county government is a lot bigger than people think. And they do have to start adjusting their minds to this reality. Now, because Gascon is part of uh, Sheila Kuehl's protection circle, uh, this had to go to another entity. I mean, you can't you, – you, you can do the raid, but you can't take her to court by yourself. You needed either Gascon or you needed Bonta or you, or you need the feds. That is correct. Yeah, we have three choices, uh, local, state, and federal. And the local was never an option to begin with because he's definitely in bed with them. So we're we're going to see what uh, the attorney general does, but it's hilarious to read the L.A. Times article where the sheriff was stripped of his investigation in the title, and then you have to read all the way down the article to realize we actually asked him to take the investigation because it, now it was a conflict of interest for us. That you wouldn't get it from the article. <laughs> Boy, they're really awful, aren't they? Uh, there, well, they they've extended so, down to becoming a blog, the yeah. El Segundo blog. So, so is a legitimate news source. They've ceased to exist a long time ago. So, now explain to people who don't understand this. You contacted Bonta's office and said, "You need to take over this investigation because there's a conflict of interest." Yeah. Not only did we tell them that, and we wrote to them, and tell them, "Hey, now we got a conflict of interest because we were actually a victim." of public corruption. Imagine that the irony. Our public corruption unit it gets victimized by public corruption. So we asked him to take it over. He takes it over and he says, well, you know what? Since it's tied to the original case, we'll take the whole thing. Fine and dandy. And we appreciate that. Only detail is we've been asking him to assist us going all the way back to February of this year. And we have that in writing. So uh, let's see how much enthusiasm they're going to devote to this in the right way because there's at least other cases that we've given to the attorney general for him to address regarding corruption at county level was all we're hearing is crickets nothing is moving on them so we want to know why max huntsman is the inspector general he's the one that keel said tipped her off uh shouldn't he know better than to do this you would think but you'd also think he'd know better than to illegally access my personnel files when i'm a retired lieutenant running for sheriff that didn't stop him either what so did he this do? man has been on a yeah that was a original uh criminal investigation that we launched at the beginning of my time in office and that's been in the hands of the attorney general now for a year we have heard nothing about it yet and what did he do with your personnel files he uh my personnel files in about i think of the total of 23 different count uh sheriff's department employees he illegally downloaded the files uh, without permission, and they ended up in other hands that do not belong. Uh, you know, these are confidential peace officer files. So we launched the investigation. We gave the whole case over to the AG last year. I don't think we even got a phone call back from them. So why, it's like putting in the shredder. Why would Sheila Kuehl 
rat him out during her first interview after running out of her house? Why would she say? Well, here's my, my theory. I think they're so comfortable with corruption that they don't even appreciate the fact that what they're doing is a crime. I mean, when we, we, we stop, the, stop the clock and, you know, put everything out on the table, yeah, it's a crime. But they're so comfortable with corruption at the county level that, you know, on goes on. Like right now, the attorney, the one attorney I have that the county's paying for to battle the subpoena issue, now she's been told that she will not be paid for defending me on the subpoena issue because she exceeded what they wanted her to do. So they're actually even trying to control how I'm legally represented in court. Aren't they obligated to have a lawyer represent yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, this is all county the business. That, they want the lawyer that re, that reports to them, not to me. And that's the fight we've been doing now for probably my entire time in office, where they're entitled to dictate how I'm legally represented. And you saw how that worked out in, for example, the Kobe Bryant, uh, the Vanessa Bryant lawsuit, where they mounted basically no defense at all the um when when it comes to sheila kuehl you know she uh came out of her house and said she knew nothing about the case of the eight hundred thousand dollars for this peace over violence group and then yesterday steve gregory got a uh an exclusive uh the paperwork uh her director of special projects or deputy of special projects had memos laying out kuehl's office interest in this deal so she was lying her office was actively working on facilitating the money to peace over violence and her friend patricia giggins well if that's true then she has a lot of explaining to do but notice how the entire county uh political establishment circled the wagons and are all yelling in unison how dare he when we're actually doing our job is envisioned by the state constitution we investigate crime. That's the authority we have. I have a sheriff. We give it over to the prosecution, and they decide whether or not to prosecute. And in all instances, we make everything transparent and public. But who is the entity that they are sailing for lack of transparency? The sheriff's department. When everybody knows everything about everything, even before I know it, people know. But you- you'll never know anything about the inner workings of the county government because it is a deep-held secret. Are you uh, got a debate tonight against your opponent? Robert Luna, yes. who's the former police chief in Long Beach, uh, looks to be a tight race. Um, I don't know. All I've seen is a dishonest L.A. Times poll. <laughs> so, uh, what what is the what, what are you going to try? How are you going to try to differentiate yourself between you and Luna? You have become uh, fairly well known. Luna is not well known. What is going to be the point of uh, dispute tonight between the two of you? Well, he's going to try to portray himself as some kind of a reformer, as if reform is needed when I've actually reformed the department and I'm independent of the board and he's going to tout that, Oh, he's a, uh, you know, he's uh, supported by the board and uh, you know, he's got a tired old mantra and uh, you know, without spilling the beans, we'll see what happens at six o'clock, but I'm looking forward to it. All right. Sheriff Alex Vitaweva, Thanks for joining us. You got it. All right. He'll be debating his opponent, Robert Luna, the long beach police chief tonight at uh, six o'clock. We got more coming up. KFI AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Oh, look at that. A Rick Caruso TV ad. That's uh, going to be part of the new onslaught. 17? Yeah, I think he's about to open up the, uh, the wallet and he's going to spend heavily in the next few weeks. The ballots go out before you know it. Yeah, really soon. 
So there is a debate, right, between Caruso and Bass tonight at 7. Preceding that is uh, our last guest, Sheriff Inoueva, is debating his opponent, Robert Luna. So yeah. it's, it's a big night for debates. And I think there's one other Bass-Caruso debate coming before the election. Yeah, Fox 11 is carrying the debate tonight. There's a, Demo there's a Democrat. There's a governor's debate near the end of October. We'll be talking to the only other person on the ballot against Newsom. That's uh, our guest, Brian Dolly, a state senator, after the news at 5 o'clock. Uh, we're going to talk, got a great poll to tell you about after the news at 4.30 concerning the border and putting migrants on planes and buses and moving them around the country. It will surprise you, most of you. Uh, the person who not long after they took office next to Biden was given the task of doing something about our overwhelmed border is none other than Vice President Kamala Harris. We're now going to do another edition of Word Salad, but I think, <laughs> I think there's a new name for it, which I'm going to coin myself. It's What's called Stuck On. She seems in the last few clips we have played to get stuck on one word and just keeps repeating it. And it's going to happen again in this next clip. And I think that's another brain glitch where when someone is not good off the top of their head, they just keep reaching back and a, a word just keeps popping into their head and they keep uh, saying it. I have never seen this particular glitch in a person. I've, I've seen forms of it. Sometimes when I've gone to listen to speakers, it seems like they can do a sentence when repeating one word like four times, but not too often. That's what you're about to hear because she's not a confident speaker. And, you know, she may not be the brightest person. She was speaking at Claflin University in South Carolina with the education secretary. Oh, John, it was a round table. Oh, good. You, you like round tables. Sure. A discussion with student leaders. Boy, they're giving her the important stuff, aren't they? <laughs> she goes to an unknown university in South Carolina to talk to student leaders. Uh, so, stuck on. Let's play the clip. So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks because we know community banks are in the community and understand the needs and desires of that community as well as the talent and capacity of community. Can anybody have a guess what word I'm talking about you got stuck on? I, I would say it's community. Why don't we uh, play that again and count the number of communities? So we invested an additional $12 billion into community banks One. because we know community Two. banks are in the community. Three and understand the needs and desires of that community as well Four. as the talent and capacity of community. Five. Five in 13 Five. seconds. And what is there, about 25 words in the entire sentence that she read? <laughs> like 20% so, of it was the word community? So five communities in 13 seconds. So that's a community uh, reference every, what, 2.4 seconds? Uh, some people are calling it the circular sentence. <laughs> well, if you, if you, you can say it forwards and backwards, and it means the same thing. I, for one, did not know community banks are in the community. I'm glad she clarified that. <laughs> and they understand the needs and desires of that community. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Wow. It's gone on too long. It's really gone on so long, and now you have to wonder, what is it? Is it, is it, is it a, a lack of confidence? And then shouldn't she just be reading everything from a script? Or is this the script? I, or or does she have a brain glitch? Or is she uh, is is she on, buzzed on pot all day? There's something. something the question is, is, was that written for her, or was that just off the top of her I, head? I don't know. 
I can't believe somebody would write a sentence like that using the same word five times. Yeah, somebody was joking that maybe she was paid to say the word community. I, <laughs> Every time she says it, she gets like $1,000. I mean, you know, you could do a drinking game on this, but you'd... you'd You'd pass out in five minutes. Yeah. There's something wrong with her. You know what? Uh, that's funny. It's like there really is something wrong inside the uh, inside the skull. Her and Biden. All right. When we come back, we are going to talk about the uh, migrants who are being moved around the country and a poll as to how people have responded to this move by Republican governors to bust them or put them on planes and send them to sanctuary cities and states. That's coming up. KFI AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. There is, right, a, there is a Republican candidate for president, and he's coming on. I mean, for governor. <laughs> Your governor, yeah. Ryan Dolly's coming on after 5 o'clock. Yeah. I think you said the other day no one's running. Oh, I was under the impression no one was running. Right. We're not hearing much, right? No. No ads, no, no interviews? I, I don't. I have hardly seen a word about him. I have hardly seen his face. Well, you hear what he's up to. Am I right? Was he a farmer? Remember. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know anything about him, and I have not run into any stories about him. There, there's no Well, you'll get a chance to question him with everything you want to question him with. Well, yeah, i got to figure out what I want to question him about. Homelessness? <laughs> Crime? <laughs> Let me yeah. see. Take some shots here. <laughs> uh, high gas prices? <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, one of the big stories, of course, in the last couple of weeks has been uh, Republican governors moving migrants around the country. <clears throat> migrants. Most of them are illegal immigrants who came to the border asking for asylum. In one particular case, there seem to be a lot of Venezuelans. Venezuelans were sent to uh, Martha's Vineyard. That's what uh, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, did. Well, it's gotten quite a response from the media. Apparently, they were ignoring the story until Martha's Vineyard got invaded by 40-some-odd people. It's really, really silly. Um, yeah. Two anyway. Mi- two million come over the border uh, in, along the southern border, and 48 end up in Martha's Vineyard, and yeah. the whole story is on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, El Paso's been overwhelmed with migrants, you know, Texas cities and towns. Be- no coverage. It has become an alternate universe, hasn't it? Everything you see coming out of the uh, news, the TV stations, the newspapers, the Internet sites, is like opposite world. I sit there and I just marvel at it every day. It's nowhere close to the reality. So news outlets like the El Segundo Times and NBC News, they're all like aghast over anyone that would put migrants on a plane or a bus and send them to another city. Well, Morning Consult and Politico released a poll yesterday. And what do you know? Among Hispanic voters, 41% said it was appropriate to send the migrants to liberal U.S. states and cities. It's appropriate. Only 35% called it inappropriate. So it gives you an idea that even among what you would think would be the constituency that would most object to these moves by these Republican governors, uh, no, not at all. Well, the only reason... The majority actually said they'd rather... It's a fine that they did that. Well, the only reason you anybody would think, anybody would expect Hispanics to be against this Martha's Vineyard move is because everybody's been brainwashed by the media that says all the immigration policy is racist. That's been the preaching for 20 years. So people, even though it's nonsense, people start believing it. Well, I, I guess it must be racist, this immigration policy. So all the Hispanics must hate this. Well, no. Hispanic people are like everybody else. 
Well, what they, we're they could, seeing. They could see it. something absurd. I mean, if we had 2 million Polish people on the border, I, 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 I would want to close the border, too. I don't want to. I don't want to pay for them. I don't think El Paso ought to be overwhelmed with thousands of Polish people. That's not right. Ten That's... years ago, Mitt Romney got twenty-seven percent of the Latino vote. Trump got thirty-eight percent in twenty twenty. People are sensing a move here, and you're seeing it in places like Texas, where apparently a uh, Latino female got a congressional seat, a Republican, which was unexpected. That. This could be a big factor in this year's midterm elections and in 2024, some kind of move among Hispanics, Latinos, whatever you want to call them. Like normal to people. To maybe voting outside the yeah, norm. Because maybe they're not voting Democrat anymore. Because they're normal people. And they're, 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 their towns are overrun. Apparently, their towns are overrun story, with, with, with poor immigrants. Yeah, they, also, they like, apparently they like the pro-economic Republican policies, it says here, too. It's more appealing to them. Well, who wants to pay the, the 10% inflation? Who wants to pay 20% more for uh, eggs and bacon? Who wants to pay, you know, double the price of gas? Nobody wants to pay that. And this crowd is so far removed from what we call the white, urban, Democrat elites who just get worked up over climate change, climate change. Yeah. I don't think uh, many it's, Latino voters think about that. The working class Latino voters, it's, the four, it's not on their top list. It's the four W's. It's wealthy, white, woke women. For the climate change and the... All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. The, all, all the stuff that normal people don't relate to. Th these issues are pushed and financed by wealthy, white, woke women. Hmm. And you, you pull them out of the mix and, and none of this would fly anywhere. Even though the politicians we mostly beat up on this are, well, white men, actually. Bonins and Newsoms and Yeah, but they're, they're, they're and financing in the energy... I, I don't know. I, most men that I know, even on the west side of L.A., are not into this stuff. They never talk about it. And from what I've read, that, that is the predominant constituency. And they are the predominant force in Democrat voting. That, that's Newsom's crowd. The, 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 uh, in fact, what did I read? I read if, uh, if you look at the Trump-Hillary uh, Clinton election, if you look at the demographics, let's say straight white men, Trump got like over 70% of that vote across the country. It, it's, it, 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 it's not remarked on very much. Be, I don't know, is it too incendiary to point this out? The Democratic Party is heavily influenced by the female vote. And the Republican Party is heavily influenced by the male vote. And much of the debate that's going on in the country is between men and women. Well, it's clear that the Democrats cannot take the Latino vote for granted, which they've done for decades. There is some kind of a shift going on, and even this poll indicates part of that. Because, you know, you read like the, the, the Times did a dopey editorial about the, the crisis on the border. Well, there is a crisis, but it's a humanitarian crisis. You know what that's code for? We have to take in the world's poor. No, but yeah, because they need our help. Yeah, but take one of those wormy little dweebs out of their editorial office. Actually, take them to El Paso and stand among the thousands of people laying in the streets there. And now let's hear what. Well, they their have response to say. will be: "This is sad. We must do something for them." You can't. There is no money for that. There's no. We have to. We have to tax the wealthy. See, this is why these people have to be shut down and removed. 
That is fantasy. That is silliness. It is. It's silliness. It's not an adult way to analyze the world. <laughs> we never did this before, and most countries don't do this. This is a silly fantasy among people with the emotional maturity of toddlers. The Republican candidate for governor who's on your ballot to oppose Gavin Newsom is Brian Dolly. He will join us. He's a state senator after 5 o'clock. KFI AM 640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. John and Ken show. KFI. All right, coming up after 5 o'clock, our guest immediately will be a state senator by the name of Brian Dolly. We have never talked to him before, but he is on your ballot for governor. T against Newsom. And they're going to debate. Newsom agreed to a couple of debates with Brian Dolly. So we'll uh, talk to him for the first time. After the news at 5 o'clock. As you know, we endorsed another candidate for governor in the June primary. But unfortunately, Michael Schellenberger only got 3%. We're hoping there'd be some sort of revolution, but not in this state where people still fight, vote mostly blindly by party. It's just kind of the way it happens. And mostly Democrat. Uh, today, a big announcement, which is worth a few minutes on. The New York State Attorney General announced... Not a criminal case, but a civil case against uh, Donald Trump and his company. It's a fraud allegation. Basically, they believe that and this kind of goes back to even the 2016 election when there were questions about when Trump said how many billions he's worth. People were like, eh, I don't know if you're really worth that many billion. Was, he, was it 10 billion he was throwing out? I forget the number. You might remember. Sometimes you remember I these don't, things. I don't remember how many billions he was claiming, but it, it was it, it was a lot, and it, it's more than he's worth because it's been it's been part of the uh, show business aspect of Trump. Exactly, you're right. He does exaggerate everything, but this would be more about you know the actual paperwork when you're applying for insurance or loans. Uh, there can be a tendency to have it work in your favor by inflating the value. Of the assets, like, for instance, something you're having insured, right? Mm. You want to say, oh, yeah, it's worth $100 million because, you know, of course, you probably have to pay a higher premium then, but you would get a higher payout if there is, uh, you know, some sort of uh, claim made. So they said that from 2011 to 2021, 200 false and misleading valuations across 23 properties and assets, including Mar-a-Lago, the precious Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida. And these documents were given to banks to try to get loans? Yes, that's part of the well, contention. Right? All right. Well, isn't this an issue for the bank to deal with? I, I heard the detail of the story today, and I thought, well, what, what does the state care if, if anybody inflates the value of their home to try to get a mortgage or a loan? The bank's supposed to catch that. Oh, or the insurance company, right. Or the insurance company, right. So isn't it between the those apparently it, it, it apparently it violates New York state law to do that. I guess there are laws that govern lending and and and, and bank transactions. Right, but did he get did he get the loans? I don't know. I mean, uh, I, mean was... I because well, I see I I remember reading a book where he got incredible amount of loans back in the late 80s early 90s and that kept his casinos afloat until he couldn't pay the loans back, and that's why he went bankrupt, and his whole Atlantic City empire went poof. But he did get the loans, and he had bankers who were stumbling over each other to do business with him. And eventually he owed so much money they had to keep loaning him money because he was too big to fail. I guess that's so, why this is a civil case and not a criminal case, because it must violate some tenets of the law, yeah. the civil laws in New York well, State. 
one one of the well two two things about that valuing a property is really subjective and secondly you have to prove intent to defraud now that's really difficult to do because you have to well, know what's going on in the mind of the company but let's get to the ridiculous according to this suit the trumps valued mar-a-lago as high as 739 million when in reality it's worth about 75 million that's a huge discrepancy all right, One well, that should have been glaring for anybody that was going to loan money or insure yeah, or... But but they would loan him money. What but, about comps? I don't know if there are comps from Mar-a-Lago. But the thing but... Is, but, well, the thing is, this is a paperwork issue. They would loan him all kinds of money. Did they really loan him money based on a $739 million evaluation? It, it says like, here Like, did they take that... it seriously or they just said, Donald, what, what do you want? We'll give you the what you want. The lawsuit is civil. It alleges that the defendants violated state criminal laws and possibly federal laws, including those barring bank fraud and providing false statements to financial institutions. And she has made a criminal referral to the U.S. Attorney's Office. What she's trying to do here is affect... Trump's New York state operations with the civil suit? Yeah, to keep him from doing business in New York. I mean, he, you know, he may be guilty of all this. But it's just, I, I, I find it to be weird because I think if, because I, you know, I know how hard it is to deal with banks. I mean, we, we, we bought our house right after the real estate mortgage failure in this country. And then we had to get it, uh, get the mortgage refinanced. And it took, one of those took about nine months. And they kept asking for the same documents over and over again. And they would send out multiple appraisers to the house. Now, I'm at a very low level compared to Donald Trump. And it, it, it was a pain in the ass. But they seemed really meticulous about it. Like, they weren't going to give any favorable mortgage terms unless they knew for sure how much this thing was worth. And I have a feeling when Trump walks in a room, it's anything goes. Because the bankers want to be part of the party with him. I, I guess, although there could be another faction that because, says this guy because there's is no a, way, a liar there's, and a cheat. Because there's no way that I could, yeah, but there's no way I could say, hey, my house is worth $32 million, right? The, the, the bank would look at that and laugh. They'd look no, they're the supposed to send an appraiser. They send an appraiser. And they they look, often do comps. They right. Look at other so, properties in your neighborhood. Right. So there's no, way, there's no way I'd get the mortgage based on a $32 million house. There's no way they would loan me, you know, $31 million or something like that. They, they wouldn't do it. But I, based on what I read with Trump and the casinos back in the early 90s, they did give him carte blanche. Whatever he asked for, they gave it to him. Because in New York, he was the biggest star in the world. Yeah. So, right, to me, it's up. the bank's responsibility. Well, I mean, if she's got, you know, civil laws that she can pursue against Oh, this. yes. Yeah, I know. But it's just. You're talking for practical purposes. For practical be purposes, there. there's a real easy way to avoid. If you're a bank, to not get fraud, defrauded. Right. Just send a guy over to look at the place. All right. Republican State Senator Brian Dolly is our guest next. He is on your ballot opposing Gavin Newsom in the governor's race in November. John and Ken show and uh, Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. 
or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.